Welcome back to the First Shot Podcast. I'm Ian Butler. That's your boy, Chase Pammy. What's and, up? And uh, we did not have an episode last week because uh, our producer got COVID. Yeah. I know. I know. It's still happening, huh? <laughs> I feel like that's something nowadays that when you, you talk about it, it's, it's I, I still hear stories of it and it feels, even though it's only like, less than a year old it feels very ancient like it feels I think like we're gonna get a, i think we're gonna get a whole bunch of like hey dms of like covid still exists uh yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, look i'm not against i didn't i'm not the guy that said it, i didn't think it was fake i mean i i mean if it helps and i don't have to deal with the dms i mean i got vaccinated i, I, I got that i'm vaccinated too <laughs> So vaccinated too. I just I'm uh, vaccinated too. But I thought, I thought we were done with this, you know. <laughs> I because of that, we had a dope episode. We talked about me going to Alaska, me being the first black guy to land on lighting since 19, like 23. Well, that was a joke, but yeah. <laughs> I did the Kodiak camp, stuff like that to brush you up on, stuff like that. And then um yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we had our club, we just got back. I just got back from Fresno. We had World Challenge, dude. How did that go? Uh, anytime, anytime an answer in wrestling from a coach starts with, uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, it usually doesn't mean, it usually means you're trying to find the words to explain something that was a rough weekend. Pretty much. Like we had placers. I brought nine. We had placers. I brought like mostly our elite kids, our, our high schoolers. Um, it, w- it was good. We have stuff to work on. So my thing is like, as coaches as us, right? Adjustments. What we did, pretty much like a national tournament, right? Like, and then uh, we're going to head into another national tournament. So what adjustments can we make from last week to this week, right? And I think for us, it's just like... Uh, um shooting from the outside i think some kids how many kids in your club don't have confidence of shooting or they talk about setups like i don't know when to set up i don't know when to shoot stuff like that like it's it's there's a handful it's a handful right like exactly right so we have we have two that like actually my kid I, like he plays fourth ricky plays third that's good um it's good it's good. Ricky plays third. Um, my kid Jack took first, but like we had a handful in the semifinals and then we got smacked in the mouth. Um, that's what happened. Nevada Elite was out there. They were out there. Um, yeah. A couple of kids from Oregon, Washington. There was a good amount of DC was there. Like we had a lot of a lot of teams, a lot of good kids, a lot of nationally ranked kids. Yeah. that were there and like for ricky as a for, as a freshman to take third like that's huge so like it's uh it's good man it's it's good it's good but like i i'm just trying to come up with adjustments that some kids that struggled and stuff like that i'm trying to write in my notebook like what can we win and we only have like a couple more days to freak show right so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, we're in the same boat get ready for super 32. <laughs> super 32 yeah, yeah, dude. Five youth kids going to Super 32, investing in the mm. future. And then we have one high school kid. How did they turn out to be five? I thought it was just going to be Manny. 
one high school kid, five youth kids. Damn. Yeah. So. Uh oh. It'll be a it'll be a good trip. We took we took, I think we took six youth kids last year, six or seven. Okay. Oh, really important those kids at a young age, just to wrestle East Coast and and just see a whole different crop of competition. You know, it's not like a huge tournament. I think most of my kids had, you know, three, four, five matches last year um, that I took to the tournament, and and that was that was plenty. And they just got to see kids they don't normally see you know, and that's really important in their development. And, and then they're alongside the the super 32. So they get to see the high school tournament. So once they get there, it's not like it, it's normal, right? It's, it's like, Oh, yep. I've been here before, you know? So that's, that's the concept of what we're trying to create, you know? And then a um, couple of my other high school kids just were playing football and I didn't feel like it was, it was, um, they, they were ready to go. Right. You know, that tournament's a beast. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to be ready to go. So we'll take Manny out there and, and, and then we'll have the rest of the crew here representing it, uh, at freak show. Um, we have a large group as we should be in local. So, uh, we'll pull up athlete list, but I'm guessing we're somewhere around, <laughs> maybe somewhere around 40, 40 to 50. Yeah. Or, or I think we're, I think we're matching. We're probably like 60, um, how are you? How are you on the youth in the high school? So, um, check this out. So, I'm. I was thinking, we can win the high school title. I think we can easily win the high school title because we're switch. You got more youth. We got a lot more high schoolers, right? Um, but um, for the first time in history, um, there's going to be four separate team titles. I talked to Josh the other day. Mm-hmm. So it's going to go, the girls will have their own title. Like it's not blended in with the high school boys anymore for like 15 year or 18 year. Mm-hmm. So let me pull this up. If you guys don't know about this, maybe I'm, we're dropping good information that you guys don't even know. Um, all right. So here we go. Are men know you're dropping this? Are you going to get in trouble? <laughs> you're going to get flagged? I won't get in trouble. I won't get in trouble. We won't get in trouble. So it goes 18U and Elite will be one title. And maybe we're just dropping good information, Chase. You know? Like yeah. NFO Sunday alerts. Yeah. We need to get okay, girl, girls. Our system here. I know, right? Girls 18U will be their own title. Okay. Girls 10 through 15 through 15. Uh-huh will be their own title. Mm-hmm. Here's a big one, a big gap. All right. So this is where you come into play a little bit. <laughs> so what did I do? Okay. Okay. But check this out. Right. All right. All right. All right. So talking, we're doing strategy. I was like, dude, chase my boy. Um, I was like, Hey, we got more high schoolers. We can win the high school tournament. We won D-Day. Easy. Right. Chase usually wins the kids, the youth, right? Yeah. I always say Chase got the best youth in Nevada, hands down, right? For the first time in history, youth will be counted to help with boys' 15U title. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. 
most of my my my, my my hammer youth kids right like they're they're, 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 they're 32 my my well yeah. you know there's still i still have some good ones that are going uh, but, a few other hammers but missing the points of, of 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 five you know five kids who all can be champions that's that's going to be hard we're gonna have a hard time yeah um, but we have a few <laughs> others our high school side is definitely we have more kids than than we did last year, and we've got another year of, of talent underneath us. Um, I mean, I, I don't have our really our any of our kids at all American in Fargo. They're not there, um, but we've got we've we, we've got a good group. We've got some kids with some experience. I think that can go out and be um, finalists, and 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 should have a good amount of girls too. I'm expecting somewhere we probably have. Of, of high school girls probably 10 girls 10 12 girls okay that's a good number dude yeah it'll be a good tournament man i mean first tournament of the year we talked about it last week though you know my i, I obviously want us to go out and do great and team titles are great and things like that and and folk style is good um but my my heavy focus as i just think about like we want to make world teams. We want to put kids in, in the national finals in Fargo. And, and so not that these aren't important because they are um, not every kid's obviously going to wrestle freestyle and Greco or Olympic styles um, someday, but trying to create that culture of, Hey, you know, we're, 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 we're focusing on, on those things for the future. Um, but we'll go out, compete, go out, have yep. fun. We started mindset training last week, uh, last Sunday with about 50 kids and, and, uh, you know, we had mindset Mike in here, who's, who's a good friend of mine. And, and, um, it's been so kind of switching gears a little bit, you know, mindset stuff. It was in our sport. It's, it's, it's interesting, right. I think for the longest time, like thinking about using, um, concepts and ideas and, and using really a, a specialty, right. Some that's more specialized. We're great coaches, right. But it's hard to always be the, the, the guy that's helping people with their minds and things like that. So we started that last week and it's been really beneficial. I think we've got seven more weeks left of it. Um, but, but especially for youth kids, like youth in high school, putting those concepts into like practical, um, practical concepts and then discussing them throughout the week. I know we journal every day. And so we just put those concepts into our journaling at the beginning of practice and talk about it and discuss how we're going to utilize those concepts in practice for that day. And it's been good for coaches and athletes, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in the, 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 the payoff of something like that, not maybe in the short term, because you don't, uh, they're very, you don't see things in the short term, you see things in the long term. Yep. And uh, we're excited to see how that, how that plays out. Hell yeah, dude. I freaking love that, dude. I, I love it a lot. We're actually going to do like a little mental break on Thursday before we leave um, for Vegas on Friday. For, um, it's going to be good, man. I, I love mindset training. I love all that. Um, the key thing, that's why we went to that tournament. That's why we went to World Challenge, right? Like it was just like, what can we work on before this and pre-nationals and stuff like that? And on top of it, it's the beginning of the season, bro. Like, you know? Like a lot of, a lot of this stuff, like the end goal is to win a state title, right? 
uh, for a lot of our kids, right? So it's the beginning of the season. So what can we work on that will set us up for success later on down the road and we can fix later on down the road? So, yeah, man. Dude, I freaking love it. I love it. Um, dude, so um, funny, not funny story. That happened to us in Fresno, all right? So my birthday was on Sunday, all right? So I'm I'm taking it over. I'm gonna be like a girl and celebrate it in Las Vegas birthday show as well. Birthday, birthday not not birthday month, but birthday week, right? You need to stay Sunday night <laughs> and then leave Monday because I get back Sunday night from Super Thirty Two. So I'll just jump off the plane and meet you. And I know, and do I know? I know, I know. We're talking about that more. <laughs> We're talking about it more. So. Saturday, trying to make ran super late when I didn't think I was supposed to because there was a lot of elite kids and a lot of varsity kids. Vars- elite supposed to start at two. They end up starting at four p.m. We end up leaving at like ten o'clock, like nine, actually like nine. Go back. They wanted to shower. I took them to Dave and Buster's because I'm actually sponsored by Dave and Buster's right now. If I'm fighting, I'm one of the few athletes that are right. So I take them to Dave and Buster's. Everything's good. We take our photo, and then. um we're sitting at the table with the parents. It's a lot of my young ones and a lot of my older ones. Um, the, all, all the kids kept on coming back with like, you know, those little stuffed animals, like the claw machine, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, damn, they came back with like seven, right? And I'm like, damn, these kids are killing it, right? They go over to the table, they're like, hey coach, you want a stuffed animal? I'm like, Sure. I'm like, damn, you guys are killing it that much that you're just that confident. He came back and bring me another stuffed animal, like a Fresno bulldog uh, stuffed animal. I'm like, damn. And then security came over all at the table and the GM at Dave and Buster's. And he's sitting there going like this, talking to him. And then they're taking the stuffed animals away. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> so the GM's like, yeah, and like, I talked to you, Mike, bro, because of my other kids are so small, they were climbing in the bins and stealing the stuffed animals, bro. <laughs> stealing the stuffed animals, dude. And so at that point, dude, I'm heated, bro. And then Dave Buster's like, Ian, we just spent like thousands of dollars on your kid and they're fucking stealing. Yeah. From Dave Busters, right? So I'm embarrassed. So I go over and talk to him. I told those kids, like, you are not allowed to leave the table because the rest of our kids didn't do anything, right? So they played video games all night and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, bro. So I had a, a talking to, and then while I'm screaming at him, it's 11:59, 12 o'clock kids. It's my birthday. Brother, you're nice. I would have. <laughs> I would have taken those kids out front of David Buster's. I don't care what they are wearing. We do this thing called lame dogs when our when our kids get in trouble, and I would have lame dogged them in front of everybody until they puked. Not a chance. Not a chance, brother. I would have. I would have lost my shit. Plus, taking them outside, and it would have oh, been bro. hell to pay. I lost my shit at the table. Like I was, I was fucking pissed, bro. Like, hey, dude. Like I. Dude, I was so heated. I was so heated, dude. I'm like, bro, like, you guys, you guys, first of all, 
you know how long it took me and years to grind to get that sponsorship on top of that? But like, they don't even know the consequences, right? Kids don't know the details of oh, what happened. I got you in. Like, you know, like, Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah. That's what happened Sunday night, too. That's what happened Sunday night. I would have lost my, I would have lost my shit. <laughs> and more. I'm still losing my shit. I'm still trying to figure out what can I do to still make them feel like hell, bro. I'm, I'm going to put them through hell for sure. Well, yeah, bro. I <laughs> I don't have words. Well, I'm you know a- what was yeah. what was bad? I called some of their parents. I called one of our kids' parents, and his dad's a cop. Like, hey, bro. Literally, I was like, your son got caught stealing. Like, and he's like, what? Like, I'm like, yeah. So I think that got taken care of on its own. Dude, speaking of that, what has, has any of your kids, I'm pretty sure one of your kids had done something dumb at a tournament. Has any of them pulled a fire alarm of any of that? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. I, they're pretty, I feel like kids are unpredictable, right? You're like, kids are pretty good, but I, I'm sure there's a lot of things I don't know. You know, oh, dude, like, like, uh, dude, my kids are usually great, but they, I mean, if they do something, I mean, they, they know there's going to be hell to pay. Like it just, and the kids that travel, um, like, especially when we travel the kids, I don't want to say that we don't go and necessarily have fun. <laughs> we, just, we just started doing it last year where we travel the kids in, 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 in the spring. So we haven't had a lot of times traveling them, but we do have like seasoned kids who have traveled and our cap, our leadership, when they're on those trips, they're, they're pretty, you know, they're expected to hold that standard of, of being a leader and, and uh, keeping the group in check or keeping certain guys in check and just, making sure people are acting accordingly. So I don't, I, it's hard because we haven't had a bunch of trips. I'd say we only have had, I think we did two or three where we did groups in the, in the spring and we actually traveled the high school kids, you know, per like kind of how you guys do it. And then we've got one coming up here in in two weeks to Utah. So it's probably not a matter of, of if as much as it is when, um, but when someone decides to cross that line, it's going to be, ferocious hell to pay i promise that no mercy on i i just found you out will pay your, you will pay your dues on the trip you will do your extra duty and then i'm taking you to the airport and you your parents are going to find a way to get you home that's not that's not even a not even a not even an issue for me oh dude i just found out that three years ago at preseason nationals my kids snuck out like literally like two months ago, two months ago that like my kid Trevor, that's going to UCLA, the good one. Yeah. Was like, Oh, when coach was sleeping, like, yeah. And then this one coach I had like, 
was just like, oh, you just found that out? I'm like, what do you mean I just found that out? He's like, yeah, dude, they climb over the gate to go into a school late at night, and they snuck out. The tournament was over. Yeah. But still, like, I'm like, bro, <clears throat> you're going to get those. You're going to get that. I like, guarantee yeah. you're going to get that, bro. <laughs> and, and it's probably already happened. Exactly. <laughs> it's at, I mean, at Fargo, how many kids have you probably ran through? You had curfew at Fargo, right? We had curfew. We had someone that stayed in the dorms. Those kids that were out the next day always had to work out the next morning. They had to go on a run or do this or that. Yeah. So we're not team California where, you know, we have, I don't know how many, 50, 60, 70, 80 kids. I think we had boys total, I think maybe 30, you know, and then you had some crossover where some kids left early, some kids left late. So it, it wasn't like a massive group that was necessarily hard to con- control. Gotcha. You know, we did have one instance of something that happened and we pretty much dealt with it on the first day. Okay. Yeah. Again, you know what's going on, but we always, at all times, we, we had two people in the dorms, two uh, staff in the in the dorms. So, I mean, if they're sneaking out and, and doing it during that, you know, doing everything we can. But okay, okay, I feel you on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, oh. yeah, dude. I don't know. I mean, kids are going to be kids are kids, kids are going to be kids. That's the one thing that I told. Hey, I had to apologize to GM David Busters. I'm like, hey, man, I'm so sorry. And he goes like, nah, man, it's cool. We got the stuffed animals back. And he goes, kids are going to be kids. And like, we, as long as you got the property back, like, we're good. But I'm like, I'm not good with it still. Yeah. Like, you know, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on to competition week. Hey, how different are your practices? It's pretty much like me fighting. It's pretty much like fight week, right? How different are them? Are they the week of competition to opposed to before? So again, I think I've changed my tune on it a little bit. I think I go back to the thought of like, I'm not trying to peak for super 32. I know some people are, and it's like, Hey, we're going to do this. And, and, and maybe again, maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Right. But we're, we're trying to treat it and really these tournaments is, Hey, this is the first tournament of the season. Let's start off, you know, start off strong. Most of our concepts and things that we talk about, it's, it's pretty consistent language. You know, I'd say the training's pretty consistent. Um, you know, we, we went pretty hard yesterday. Um, you know, today will be, be definitely one more good one. And then we'll start to pull back a little bit. Um, probably wrestle more matches and situations just to be smart as kids are, pulling down their weight and things like that. Um, But I really, so there's a, it was a couple of years ago when Snyder won a world title. And I want to say it was, it might've been the year he beat Sajalayov. I think that was his last world title win before this year, if I remember correctly. Um, And he was discussing his training. So Kyle lived in Philadelphia. I don't know most people know this, but he lived in Philadelphia for about, Oh, probably six to eight months at one point. And his wife was doing uh, med school and some stuff for med school there. And, and uh, so this was pre um, pre Penn state. So 
was living there and, and training and kind of going back and forth between us. And I think he was still going back and forth between us and Ohio state at the time, but he was pretty consistent coming in and training. And, and I remember him talking about getting ready for that world championships and really the, the, like, cause you, we know this as athletes, right. High level athletes that once you get to competition, it, it's, everything at that point is you should be able to just shut your mind off and go right. Any yeah. adjustments you're trying to make last minute. I mean, maybe you're fine tuning a couple of things here and there, but you really should be on autopilot by the time you get to competition. And he talked about how he treated that, that, that training camp and that training leading up to in that tournament. And really it was like that tournament. He, he mentioned it was, it was kind of like, it was like a, just another day of training really the, the, the sequence he went through, the warm up he went through the preparation he went through, his practice and his day-to-day emulated his competition so closely that when he got to that day in those big moments, he was just relying on his training. Right. Yeah. So I I really try to find that balance, even in our big tournaments that we have, like our quote unquote, right. Big tournaments. Like, Hey, we've been training. Most of you, most of my kids train year round that are going to these big tournaments. So kids that are saying, Oh, I'm not in shape or this or that. Like you've done more wrestling than, than I ever did year round. Plus the conditioning and stuff you're doing year round, plus your technique, plus your mindset stuff you're doing more. And I would probably venture to say more than, more than a lot of kids around the country, you know? So we're going to go out and treat this tournament, you know, like it's like, it's any other day. We're going to prepare the same way. We're going to get up the same way. We're going to warm up the same way. We're going to do everything we do the same way we do as we do in practice. You're preparing to get go live goes in practice. It's the same way. Right. Um, so it, to answer to circle back to your question. Yeah. There's some things here and there I, I, I adjust, but, but, but not much. I mean, if, if a kid is pretty worn down and they're cutting, they're cutting weight and their weight cuts bad, that's really on them. You know, like they need to be in control of their weight cut. Um, I don't like kids cutting weight. Uh, managing weight is the terminology I use. And I have, you know, one kid who's managing his weight. Um, and I'd say it's not, it's not a weight class that he's pulling weight for, you know, he has to watch what he's eating. There's a difference between cutting weight and managing weight. Like cutting weight is you're, you're Stopping water. changing everything you do. You're not eating yeah. you're doing the old school method, you know, like yeah. that, that's so outdated versus managing your weight is, you know, I've been doing this for weeks. I'm, I've, I've been, change what I'm eating, cut down my portion sizes, eat more calorie or uh, more nutrient dense food, right? Things that are going to be good for your body, good fuel, just good basic concepts, right? You do that and, and, and your weight falls off. That's just managing your weight, you know, versus going to, uh, you know, getting fast food or, 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 or buying, you know, food from the store. That's not good for you, junk food, whatever it might be, um, yep. things like that. So yeah. long way to answer your question, but, but I hope that does. What about you guys? What, what does your weeks look like? I mean, you're still you, both as, as a fighter and as, uh, as a coach. As a fighter, um, it's almost the same thing that I do with the kids pretty much. Right. Um, managing my weight. Right. I don't really have that many because I just, I, I just focus on my diet, man. It's not really that hard. Right. Um, and I just have a cutout time when I'm eating stuff like that. Uh, making sure uh, I'm just mostly just drilling stuff like that. It's all action reaction drills, pretty much like sparring. Uh, 
is pretty much done. It should be done by then, like no more sparring, stuff like that. Just mostly just reaction drills, hitting pads, stuff like that. It's just reaction, right? Stuff like that. Like, and that's what I do with the kids. Like, like, uh, like reacting on bottom, like hand fighting from bottom, stuff like that, getting hands, um, shot, reshot, stuff like that. Just basic stuff. Like it's more of a flow than anything. It's like nonstop, just drilling, 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 you know, um, that's it, man. And then if we do go live, it's mostly like situationals, right? Um, just escaping out of there. Um, yeah, just, just mostly just situational live goes. Like, and it's like, and I cut it down to like 30 second goes, right? Instead of like a full on go. So yeah, like we just can't risk injury, stuff like that. Um, I think how, how much of a problem... So we just talked about managing weight. How many of your kids, do you mostly leave it up to them or do you do their nutrition for them or try to help? Try to help. I don't think we're at a point yet where we can do it for them. We give them guidelines and things to eat and, and what to do. And I, 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 most of my kids, my youth kids and my, my really kind of elite group don't cut weight. We, we really, I've gotten most every parent, maybe not all, but across the board, I think we've got most people to buy in that that's, that's really an old way of thinking. Right. And here's the thinking with it, right. Is you're going to cut weight as a, as a, as a young kid. And why do kids cut weight? Because they're strong and, and they're going to have success. Right. So yeah, you can cut weight and you can have success and, and, and you can keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing that until it finally catches up. You know, there's a, there's there's so many instances of kids I've seen over the years, more so from my generation and 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 our heard stories of kids who are great in youth, great in high school, whatever, and and because they 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 were the, the strong kid in in the in the uh, in the weight class. You know, they were the right. one the ones that was always, uh, you know, they were able to out muscle everybody. Where I just again, I think this this day and age, eat what you want, feel good train get better technically eat, eat what you want within reason or still within reason within <laughs> you know but that's a, that's a good way to put it but within reason minimize injury minimize mental fatigue a lot of injuries happen when when kids are cutting weight and dehydrated and and one of the things they would always say at the training center the limited training center when i was training is do not go into practice dehydrated no matter no matter what especially on on hard training days right especially on hard training days. If it's, if it's a lighter training day and you are starting to pull your weight down, you know, of course you're going to, you're going to be a little bit, but always go in hydrated. Cause that's, it's, it's, that's when kid, that's when people get hurt is when they're dehydrated, you start making poor decisions, your, 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 your reaction time slower. You take a knee to the eye. There's just all kinds of things that, that happen. And so um, I would say it's probably one of the big things uh, I, I try to encourage with kids around me, even like tournament, like they make a joke that coach Pammy is always like, Hey, uh, hey, what, what, what do you pound over? All right, let's, let's, let's go tonight. Let's, let's get a, let's get a good steak, drink a 32 ounce Gatorade, you know, walk around a little bit. You'll sleep the rest <laughs> of the weight off. You'll be on in the morning. You know, like they're always joking. <laughs> I mean, they're exaggerating. Right. But I am always telling them like, Hey, let's a 32 ounce Gatorade. bro. <laughs> 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 but be putting be putting be putting things back in your body right 
be putting nutrients back in your body. And the other thing I really encourage my kids too, and this was myself towards the end of my career is when you're starting to pull weight, don't just put water in you, put something, put, get things that can go into your water that are going to have some kind of nutrients, put some, put some protein powder in there, put some BCAs, put some different things in there. They're going to have nutrients. They're going to help replenish your muscles because water just, water just goes right into your body. You, you sweat it out or you, 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 you pee it out. Right. But when you're, you're towards the end there, put something that has some, uh, some substance to it. Right. I think that's really important, um, for athletes, parents, kids to know. Absolutely, dude. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. This is so good. Um, especially because people are going through, uh, Dude, I had some kids that had some horrible weak cuts, even last year for Super 32 when they're young. And I also believe, man, like um, the burnout effect, right? Yeah. A lot, in my opinion, has to do with weight cutting as well. <laughs> like, and I don't think it's the kids, most certainly, like probably the parents, right? Like, you need to make down this weight, like, and they're miserable. You know, um, I had a kid named Jesse. He was 106 all last year and now he's like 126 dude mm -hmm. like like you know like it's just uh dude it's miserable cutting down like that and it's never good it's never good especially when you're in season right, right. it takes one bad weight cut to ruin everything yeah it's hard to bounce back yeah and and they don't need to in high school youth you really don't need to right there there's there's the fargo tournaments where maybe you're gonna you're gonna pull down even then i'm kind of like again it goes back to weight management versus losing weight if a kid can if a kid can can clean up their diet and you know drink the right the right things eat the right foods and 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 weight falls off and that tells me they're probably they're probably okay for for a weight class below if they're not cutting 10 15 20 pounds right but if right if, if it's a 10 15 20 pound weight cut and they're and they're managing their weight correctly yeah that's i'd say that that that's an issue you know but if it's you know how many times how many times when you just start eating right for you personally or even me personally you know like just start drinking the right things eating the right foods be consistent all the all the normal stuff that you're supposed to do when it comes to managing weight um does just naturally five six seven eight pounds fall off or even hear like people who are who aren't athletes that they change their diet and they start eating clean sort of speak or they're, they're they're drinking the right things eating the right things and 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 you know oh eight ten pounds fell off right so right yeah. exactly yeah yeah dude um no which is definitely huge um yeah man dude cutting weight drilling stuff like that i think it's very important especially have a competition this week right and I think probably more important thing that we always touch on is probably your mindset going in, right? <laughs> and especially when you're like low energy, probably if you are <laughs> managing your weight, right? That, I think that takes a toll on you as well, like your mental energy as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know about you. Competition week, weight cutting week, or weight or, or, or weight management week, especially the week or so leading into a tournament. Um, I always really, in, in in a weird way, I kind of enjoyed that week when I was a competitor, even though I was struggling, like 
I had to get extra work in. I had to, I had to do the extra things to manage my weight, but those times I never appreciated like TV shows more or TV or images of food than bro. I, I'm with you. <laughs> I think about the most off the wall things, right? It, I, it made me appreciate food and made me appreciate life so much more. Um, I used to think when I was, when I was managing my weight a lot, I would always, here's, here's the, the couple of random thoughts I would have. Like when you got picked up from the airport, right? I'd get picked up from an airport and the bus driver or whoever is taking you to pick up a rental car, or they're taking you from the hotel or, or, or the, the, uh, airport to the hotel or whatever it might be. And I used to always think like, you know what? I want to be that guy, like, or that girl driving. I, that, that's the job that I want. You know, I want that job. I mean, they just drive back and forth to the airport and their, their, their place. And they, they can oh drink, soda. they can, they can eat whatever snacks they want and get tips this is a great, this is a great job. Like I would Dude, do this you know? I know. or, I know. or I would, I would go to like a seven 11 or a Starbucks when I was pulling weight and be like, dude, this is a, this is a great job. Like you just take, you take people's money, you put in a cash register. You, you get to talk to people. Like, <laughs> walk over to the fridge. But it was always about what, what they could drink. It wasn't really about the job. As much oh as my God. That person right now could stop and like, they can go get an ice cold Coca-Cola. Like me, I got to get a water that I can drink like half of it, you know? And that person could go get a bag of, uh, a bag of chips. That sounds so good right now. Chips and a chips and soda. Yeah, dude, that, that was my thing, bro. Or I'd be at Starbucks and I'm like, oh man, I wish I could just sit down and eat that cheese Danish, you know, but the workers <laughs> like, Hey, that person's going to go on break soon. And then you'd always hear somebody be like, oh man, I'm so hungry. I can't wait to go on break. Like, Get out of here, man. You ain't hungry. I know. I know. I know. I was, I was cutting weight one time and I heard, overheard someone in 7-Eleven talking about, I'm like, brother, like you go, go grab a soda and, and, and a chips. I don't know what the 7-Eleven protocol is, but Dude, I would go grab a set soda and 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 chips right now, but <laughs> um, bro, dude. Okay, yeah, it's the same way for me too, dude. Um, when I'm cutting weight, oh, dude, so miserable. Sometimes I wanted to call my manager and be like, "Hey, what's my opponent doing?" And he goes like, "What do you mean your opponent's doing? Like, what do you mean what is he doing?" I'm like, "Like, but how's his weight though?" I'm like, "He goes, I don't know." I'm like, hey, see if he wants to do a catch weight, like five pounds. <laughs> hey, I'm like 179. See if he wants to do a catch weight. I got to make 70. Hey, see if he wants to do a catch weight at 75. He goes, what? I'm like, I'm just saying. It'd just be easy for both of us. Right. It'd just be easy for both of us. I've got, I've got, I've got a couple horrendous weight cutting stories, but I'm going to let you go first. Oh, okay. Your- Worst weight cutting story. My worst. I cut 18 in one day. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I, Hold on. Let's let's, let's back. You ain't going to just. Hold on. We ain't going to just skip over that. Like that's not. (laughs) You just said 18 in one day. Yeah, bro. We're not gonna skip over that. Hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to it. How did this happen? Let's let's. I'm getting to. I'm story. getting to it, dude. I'm getting to it. Okay. I got a lot of questions, <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping you're answering all of them because. Okay. So, so, um, <laughs> so, 
know, I'm like 22. Um, I'm fighting amateurly. I thought you said you were um, Huh? I thought you said you were 18 pounds over. Yeah, I was 18 pounds over. You just said you were 22. Uh, no, I was 22 years old. Oh, 22 <laughs> years old. Oh. No, you ended the story. No, 22 years old. I'm 18 years old. Right. I'm supposed to make weight and fight that weekend, right? Um, it's Monday. And then they come in. I'm like, dude, I'm chilling. Like, I'm only five pounds away. That ain't nothing. That's a workout, right? For me, at least. Right? <laughs> I've water load. Like, that's a workout for me. And then um, my coach comes in and tells me that, like, hey, your opponent's hurt. <laughs> He's out. Right? I'm like, what? You're like, yeah, he dropped out the fight. He got hurt. There's no way he can fight. And um, I'm like, dude, I was heated, bro. So um, he goes like, dude, still stay on weight. Stay close. You're only five pounds away. And then he goes, he waits till Wednesday. Actually, he waits till Thursday to tell me that they're not going to give me another opponent. I'm just off the card. Right? So that Thursday night... I uh, I went to Chipotle and had two burritos. Two? And I had two. Wow. I had two. I'm impressed. I've never done and, that in my life. And I had a queso dip, too. With chips. And then, um, and then I had some ice cream that night. Good job. And then two... <laughs> And so, and so, <laughs> and so I wake up the next day and he goes like, and my coach calls me, he goes like, bro, hey, Naga, since I won one of the titles before, yeah. Naga, it's going to be in Chicago. Um, I hit him up so you can get an entry because you were the champ before, like, hey, like they, they want you to come through. They're going to get you in. Um, just do that because you're close to weight. And I'm like, I just told you what happened the night before, dude. So I step on the scale. Um, and I was like 20 over, 20 over at this time. So are they paying I, you? No. Uh, but he's just like, but he's like, you're already going to get ready to compete this week. Don't waste your training camp. Why don't you just go get some good competition in? Like the the brackets are loaded. They're gonna they can fit you in. Then I'm like, damn, dude. So <laughs> Friday, so I I I did a little jog. I lost two, and I wake up at like four o'clock in the morning, and then I go to the sauna, and I drop. Eight. Okay. I drop eight. And then let's see, it's four, five, six. I drop eight. So now it's ten. nine. Yes. Ten left. I got 10 left. I got 10 left. And so I get, we have to get on the road to go to Chicago from St. Louis to so I can go to Williams. So I loaded myself up with Abilene and I, I put the sauna suit on. And I put the heat on blast. And I had my spit cup in the front seat. 
the whole way for six hours. Just you driving. <laughs> nope, I had teammates going. So I had other teammates yeah, just drive. like... I was going to say, if I had to drive and do that, <laughs> I've done it one time. Miserable. Dude, no, I'm not driving, thank God, right? So I had teammates that were going to compete and not get anyway. And so we're driving down. And my boy Fazlo, he's a stud, dude. He was a pro. He was like one of my main training partners, dangerous striker, good jiu-jitsu. Uh, he, um, he's always underweight. So we stop at a gas station that's a McDonald's, right? And they're fucking getting food, dude, in the car. In the car, dude. Mm-hmm. While I'm spinning and while I'm miserable, and the whole car smells like McDonald's for like the next four hours, bro. so we finally drive all the way i'm sweating dude the car is the seat is disgusting dude and i'm spitting and i go upstairs and then i'm point i dropped it i'm point eight over so i i uh turn on the bat uh and I have to make it a weigh-in. So I put on the hot water and made the little ghetto sauna that you do in the, in the bathtub, yeah. right? <laughs> I know this one. Yep. And I just started shadow wrestling and shadow boxing. And I don't know where it's at. And they're like, hey, we got to go now to weigh-ins, bro. I'm like, all right. So we get in the car. This dude, vividly, this is what really pissed me off. Like, we're gonna be late, and a bike comes through, the car stops, and all these bikers are coming by and they're like waving their hand. I'm like, what's going on? We ran into a bike marathon. Oh, there's nothing more annoying than when you're cutting weight. <laughs> the things that bother you, it, it's everything is mag like even the things that shouldn't bother you are magnified. Like someone Bro. just Someone left, a, uh, like, you know, when the old, like, someone holds a door open for you, but you're, like, eight feet away, just far enough to where you have to run? Yep. You know that one? Yeah, someone did mm-hmm. other one's weight. Bro, never hated somebody more. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> just walk in. What are you doing? What, you, you're going to hold the door open for me right now. That's really, you saw how far away I was? <laughs> Luckily, I didn't say all this, but in my mind, I was, I was thinking this. I was pissed, dude. I was, and then... It was a whole ordeal the whole time I was in the store. And then when I got to the car, now, you know, it is what it is. But it just, the littlest things set you off. Poor guy, you know, people are just trying to be nice. Bro, yeah, dude. It, it was horrible, dude. Um, we finally make it. I make it on the dot. Um, story gets worse a little bit, right? Okay. There's no, okay. Not, not to mention, I was young too. Like, I was not thinking about nutrition at all because everything just came off right so um there's a burger king across the street so i went there at the way in and then we go back to the hotel and then i'm like damn we're in chicago so i got a deep dish pizza delivered to my room yeah bro it was bad dude and then I competed into like a 32-man bracket. I make the finals. I lose by a point. And then like, and then uh, 
my team was like, damn, dude, like, I was like really pissed off, upset, lost in the finals. At least I made the finals. He goes like, dude, like you're pushing at the end. I'm like, yeah, dude, I was gassed and everything. And then he goes like, yeah, you had a big bracket. I'm like, also lost like 20 pounds in one day. Like, you don't think that makes a difference? Oh, dude, I was heated, bro. Like, I was heated, dude. <laughs> never again. Never again that would ever happen. Ever. So I, I definitely learned my lessons of trying to stay ready, stuff like that. Um, yeah, bro. <laughs> That's what happened. I'm impressed, brother. That's a lot of weight. That's, <laughs> That's a lot of weight. That's, I can't even say that I've not even close to that. 18 pounds in a day. So I lost 18 pounds in a day. Well, maybe now I could do it, but when I was competing, there was nothing, there was nothing on me. I, uh, so here's mine, brother. I was the <laughs> 16 Olympic trials qualifier here in Las Vegas in December. For some reason in December, I always had trouble cutting weight. I don't know if it was just holidays, even during college, I was always a little heavier during December and I had a harder time competing before Christmas. I think it was just holiday season, whatnot, everything, just all that kind of, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I had met with my nutritionist a couple, maybe a month or so before the, the that was the, 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 before the trials qualifier. And so, um, she's like, Hey, based on your, 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 your body fat, everything like that, here's, here's what you should go, go in at when you start your weight cut. Usually I would always start my weight cut at like two kilos, just 4.4 pounds, 4.2. I was always right around there. No matter what I did, it's kind of where I always started, but she's like, let's, you know, let, let, you should be doing this right around, you know, six pounds. Like, okay. Well, you know, we've never done this before. This is going into a big competition, whatnot. Um, so we travel to Vegas, we get there. Um, I work out the night before I have a little bit to drink and then we're going the next day to, to do the final weight cut. So I usually always gave myself about three hours. That was, that was always right about the, right about the time. So we go to this 24 hour fitness in Vegas near the, uh, near the convention center and we start the weight cut and you know, everything I got my, my, my sweat going, all that kind of stuff. I'm in the sauna, I'm on the treadmill kind of doing my normal routine. And I think we get like, you know, we end up getting kind of like two hours in and I'm, and I kind of feel it. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm there yet. Like I can usually feel it. You know, I just felt like I had a little bit more. So I think I think I spent a few more minutes and I take all my plastics off. I get on the scale and we're at like 45 minutes for weigh-ins and coach lays with me and he, he sees the scale and dude, I'm still 0.8 over. And I'm not like 143 was extremely hard for me to make. Like I wrestled 157 in college. So one a nightmare. I mean, I looked look deathly when I did it. And I just looked at the scale. I remember looking back at coach Slay, and in my mind, I was like, F this, there is no way I'm making this. Like, this is not happening. Uh, they didn't give me much time. Uh, they grabbed my plastics. They took me to the sauna and I will tell you the next like 35 minutes had to been the worst 35 minutes of weight cut I ever had. I just wow. remember we got in there, coach Slay just we had a thing of abilene and he just yeah. was just slashing this throwing this stuff on me and he, he, every so we went a 15 minute go and then we went a 10 minute go so for 15 minutes like every minute i could sit down but then 
like the other minute I had to bounce. So after the first one, I couldn't even sit anymore. So what I was doing is I was like laying down right near the bottom of the door where there was a little bit of hot air coming in or cold air. <laughs> I was trying to breathe through that whole thing and just nasty. I remember it was covered in water. I just was the, all the people's feet that just walk in there. And it was to the point to where the people that were sitting in the sauna that like were just because all the wrestlers were done by this point. It's just me and Slay. And you got the 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 random like people who pay for the gym memberships or that are like I they're in there like feeling bad for me. They're like, come on, buddy, you got this, you're good. <laughs> hurting, bro. I was I, I will never forget. And then Slay's just like, This is this is embarrassing. Get up. Like, what are you doing? We get up. I'm like, I can't even like, I can barely even breathe right now. So we do the 15 minute go. We get out. I think he gives me one or one or maybe one or two minutes just to kind of like regather myself, get back in the sauna and the same thing, 10 minutes bounce, bounce for 10, sit down. I should be sitting down. I'm not like I'm laying on the floor, like right near the little hole, just trying to just trying to breathe as much cool air as I can in nasty ass, like foot water all around, dude. I just think about it now. Like, now that I don't do that anymore, like I look at saunas and I'm like, that's what I was laying in. That's what I was like laying there just in my spandex, just right near the bottom. Like, oh, dude, D- disgusting, right? Anyways, I end up, I long story short, I end up making the weight. Um, while we're leaving, though, I see Coach Slay go over to the refrigerator. Let me close the story up by this. He goes over to the fridge at the 24 hour fitness. He grabs three of these like fruit punch, fruit berry drinks, and I just see him slam these things. And, uh, we, we, we get, we get over to the thing, we make weight, whatnot, and we take a little break and then we go get dinner and Slay, I'm with Slay and Slay's just sitting there. Like I can see him like shaking, like just like body shaking and everything. Dude, what, what, what happened to you? Like, he's like, well, let me tell you, you know, he's got, I don't, you know, if you've been around coach Slay, he's got, he's got a, uh, he has got a, he's got a sense of humor, some sarcasm. Well, first off, I lost about nine pounds in that, in that sauna with you. So let's, let's just start there. Uh, making sure that you make weight. So let's start with that. Nine pounds. Uh, number two, uh, I bought three of these uh, berry drinks, these uh, berry and fruit punch drinks. Well, they were freaking like pre-workouts. So this dude slammed. Oh my God, dude. It was two and a half. He didn't finish the last one. He slammed two and a half pre-workout creatine you know those ones that just have random numbers on there like oh, 45 psi yeah. <laughs> 23 like just the ones that have the most that you know that there just can't be good stuff in there yeah and, and he's like yeah and i slammed you know i basically slammed three of these so i can't even like i can't even think right now my I, i'm completely shaking and not so it just we're, we're going on about this but it's it's all it's always a great story that was a rough weight cut uh, I did end up making it to weigh-ins with about about eight minutes left, and it was indeed uh, the most miserable weight cut I had um, ever as a competitor. And it wasn't like, thank God it wasn't same day weigh-ins, dude. Yeah, no, it's back when international was day before. Uh, I did have a bad one that was same day. That was one of my last years. I've had a couple notorious, really bad weight cuts. Um but I've also never have I ever wait never ever have I missed weight. High Damn, school. Dude. high school. That's a story for another time. <laughs> Very first dual meet ever. Very first high school tournament ever. 
I, I, I didn't make weight, but uh, my coaches made sure that never happened again. <laughs> so, oh, dude, more, more of the story. Oh, man. I think we're, I think because of that, I, I'm the same way, dude. I had another one that they had to put an IV in me, like, but I made it. Um, it was my first ever Bellator fight, dude, on, on show on Spike TV, dude. And yeah, thank God. And then on, on the scale, it's the first time I ever did like national TV weigh ins. Mm-hmm. And then the scale like teetered, like on and off. And I'm like, I'm about to miss on national TV, dude. Like, and then it finally t- settled and they said my weight. I'm like, thank God. And I hopped off and <laughs> I ran off to do my face off, dude. Hey, that, Scott Coker was there. That drink yeah. after weigh-ins. Best thing ever. That, tell me that there is not like, there. that's just something that someone who's never wrestled or done a weight management sport, fight, ju- whatever. Best drink ever. It ever. is the greatest. Dude, Cornell Robinson was with me with that one. And he's just like, Ian, take small sips. Make sure he gives. I'm like, where's my water? That's how I said it. That's how I said it. That's how I said it when I read off. I was like, where's my water? Like, and he goes, all right, all right. Like, take small sips. Take small sips. For those looking on camera, you take some people do is you put the water in the cap and you do it like that so your body can adjust it better yeah. and pretty much that your stomach don't explode, right? And then me, I just took it all to the head, dude. I took, I got the bottle and then he looked back at me and he goes, no! <laughs> he slapped it at your he head. He slapped it, he goes, no! Like a little ass kid. <laughs> Like he did you like that. Hey, did he grab you by the elbow too and pull you to the back? What bro, did bro. He's like, like, what did I say? By the elbow, <laughs> get over here. Take you in the back and then they whack you with one hand while they're still no. holding the elbow. <laughs> and they and every whack is a word that it's a syllable. Don't you ever do yeah, no. <laughs> again. Now get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, damn, dude, I'm a grown-ass adult, bro. Why you on? <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude. I, you know, I, did, I didn't do that. But one time afterwards, I made weight. I had the little water bottle, the little tiny spring water bottles. And I put the, uh, the Gator electrolytes. Do you know what these yeah. are? Yeah. I put two of them in there. Thinking, I thought they were just like a, a fruit punch flavor. Well, I took a drink of this thing. I never spit something out so fast. It's like I drank salt water. It's like I, I just know. drank straight from the ocean. I took a sip, <laughs> spit the whole thing out. I was so disappointed in that uh, moment right there because I was so, that was the only thing I brought with me back to the weigh-ins was that little thing. I was like, this is going to be good. I'm going to sip on it. I'll be, I'll be great. I took that sip, brother. I, I, uh, no, All right, no. we we talked about this before. We'll do two more things and then we'll leave it at that. Like, what is the best meal you had after making weight? Wow. Wow. That's a that's um it's hard. It's not the after weight meal as much as the after tournament meal. Because after I make weight, I'm kind of like, hey dude, I still gotta go wrestle. Like my nerve, I, I make weight and immediately it's like, 
you get that, like that little bit of satisfaction for a moment. And then it's like, my nerves start hitting me. I'm like trying to eat. People, that night. people don't understand that. Like, um, like competing, fighting, always think competing is like fighting. Cause like wrestling is a combat sport, right? It's like, people don't understand when you sign up for a tournament and stuff like that. And you have to weight cut, you have two fights in front of you. <laughs> yes. It, and a lot of people, the, not a lot. I would say the elite wrestlers know how to make it where the weight cut is. That's really the part of the process versus the people. And this goes back to your the thing we're talking about. The people who cut a lot of weight is getting to the weight. Just getting to the weight cut was their competition. Yeah. By the time they, they get out there and wrestle or fight or whatever it might be, that point it's just kind of like it's it's not an afterthought, but it's it's they expended so much energy cutting weight. Versus just getting ready, preparation, all those kind of things. And 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 the tournament is the big thing, right? Yep, absolutely. I, I made that mistake. But greatest after I would um, let's go after tournament meal. After oh, oh bro. After bro, weight cut bro. meal, I don't remember a lot of it. I don't remember a lot of the after weight cut meals that I had because most of the time it was I tried not to change what I ate from what I was already eating. So it yep. was never like you know, early on, I might've made a mistake or two, but eventually got to a point where it's like, I've been eating X, Y, and Z. I'm going to stay consistent on what I've been eating. I'm not going to go throwing a bunch of crazy foods into my stomach the night before competition. And and now I'm, now I'm all messed up the, the next day, you know? So. Yeah, dude. Um, dude, after, man, there's plenty of times that I just want to in and out burger. There's plenty of times that I wanted to go all you can eat sushi. And then it's always three. It's either burger, sushi, or pizza and wings. My well, I know my favorite post weight cut or post tournament meal. I can tell you this. What is it? What is it? It was NCAA's my junior year, my first All-American status, St. Louis. My took me out to dinner after the tournament. And that was really special because the year before at NCAAs, I'd won in the tournament. I think it was seeded nine. I was I was one of the top guys in the country all year, top ten, and, and had expectations of being an all-American. And my mom and dad came to watch me and I went, oh and two, bro. And I was just like devastated, miserable. Like it was, it was so hard. Even like my <laughs> even my mom, like. It was the first day. I think she left early. I think she ended up leaving the next day or something like that. Her and my dad, like, you know, were just not because they didn't love me, but it was just like they, they there, there wasn't they they really didn't want to stay and watch. I think it hurt them too. But, um, but yeah, they 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 left and and uh, um, so it was in St. Louis again the next year and just getting to have them there and get my first All American status, kind of make up for the year before. Um, and it was a hard year. It's definitely a very hard year competitively. I took some losses, but kind of just stayed the course. And and we went to, I'll never forget, it was a nice little steakhouse right across from the the turn the the competition hotel. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we had a good, we had a good dinner and just enjoyed that, man. That was such a that was such a special, uh, special moment in my in my career. And, and that meal, the meal was good, but more for like just being with my parents was uh was a really special made the whole thing like even more special you know so hell yeah dude that's awesome yeah post post tournament foods i crave sushi i think we mentioned this before dude i used to crave 
I used to crave like pizza, like you're saying pizza wings. I was like pizza wings burger, but I yeah. think uh, I think my Asian side has taken over, and like now I just want like I want I want to you know go to go get a good Vietnamese meal or or go get a good you know go go to the Filipino uh, 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 restaurant and go get a go get a good meal. You know, so I kind of crave that a little bit more now. It's kind of even though hell yeah. After the last jujitsu tournament, that was my uh, when it got good Chinese food, not like the stuff you get from the the, the little stores on the side. We go to we go to good places here in Vegas, so good authentic Chinese food. So hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah! Yeah. Well, dude, let's leave it at this. Uh, what is your parting words about uh competition week this week? You both got a lot of kids going. <laughs> and before that. What kind of bets did you make this week? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to be careful betting in football right now. Um, referees, the calls of the referees are making right now. Wow. wow. Boy, oh, boy. Your, your Cowboys beat my Rams. I didn't think that was going to happen, but uh, we were the fate. The NFC East, bro, it's kind of uh, – it's it's uh, it feels a little bit like the old days again. We'll see, you know, like – You Dude, got Giants are doing well. Two four and one teams and a five and zero oh, and and then you got Washington, you know. But um, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, but again, well, four and one's good. I was gonna say three and one's a really tricky one because three and one can go south real fast. Okay. I mean, four and one can too, but you know, you're starting to give yourself a little bit of uh, a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a net there at four and one uh, versus three and one. But what sports are you betting on? All right. I'm betting on uh, Silverback Wrestling Club. I freaked out this week. <laughs> but this podcast is brought to you by Bet Online, uh, one of the top betting apps in the sports today. When it comes to NHL, MLB, and even combat sports, go to Bet Online. Use Believe 50 to get your promo code, 50% off bonus. There you go. Go to Bet Online. There you go. And then also to like, yeah, um, parting words, um, I think don't really change that much things up, right? Uh, when you're getting ready to compete, keep the same routine, keep everything same. And then when you go out there on the mat, when the lights are on you, everything will probably seem like another day in the office, right? Yep. I don't, 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 don't treat things differently the week of. Make some adjustments. Know where you are as a coach. Know where your athletes are. Know if they need a little bit more, a little bit less. But you're not you're not making these big wild swing changes the week of. And and then when it comes to weight management, like at this point, um, in the development and and, and the progression of of combat sports and wrestling and jujitsu and things nowadays is is hey feel good right train train well feel good while you're training, feel good while you're competing. Minimize injury. Minimize, um, you know burnout. Uh, play the long game. All those concepts are really important. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. We'll see you guys next week after uh hope you have some good stories, some a lot of placers next week. But we'll see you next week. Have a great week. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.